Hi there, just a little trigger warning for this episode. My guest and I do talk about sensitive issues such as depression, mental health, and suicide, and thoughts of suicide. Thank you for listening. Hello, happy hump day, and thank you for tuning in to an all-new episode of Stop Faking It Podcast. We are on season two. I am your host, Emily Bracey, also known as on Instagram, Emily E. Bracey Comedy, formerly Ho Gives No Fucks. Um, Hope your 2024 has been fantastic so far and you're not too cold. It's been a little chilly down in Florida. But we are going to get right into it today with my guest. She uh, started as my Instagirl crush, but is so much more than that. She is a reality show personality, Big Brother alumni, podcast host, self-proclaimed queen of Fort Worth, Texas, and an amazing mental health advocate for all the girlies, Elena Davies. How are you? The crowd goes wild. Thank you so much for having me. What a beautiful introduction. I love it. I love being able to talk up my guests because you guys, you do so much. So I'm like, we got to, we got to get it all out there. Yeah. Got got to give the people some credit. Well, we got to give you some credit too, because you're out here making people laugh every day and it's so important. That's all I want to do. Same, which is, I think why, why we're such fast friends. Yes. And the ADHD, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Comedy and mental health. 100%. That's all we need. That's a recipe (laughs) for a beautiful life. Um, Okay. So I love to stalk people on the internet, especially the ones who are going to be on my podcast. Um, but then my newer favorite thing is telling you guys what I found on the internet because it's oh, interesting. Good. It's always interesting. Oh, good. So um, I found this article about you. Oh, God. It says, Elena Davies' favorite things to do. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, can't wait. <laughs> it's like underwhelming and overwhelming at the same time. <laughs> so number one, Instagram. <laughs> hey, that number tracks. two, listening to live music. So like concerts, they could have just wrote. Yeah, yeah, but listening to live music, um, okay. napping. Wow. Okay. Tailgating. Okay. And the last one, my favorite, shaking your booty. <laughs> what slow news day did this happen on? Oh, I have a whole other paragraph to read. <laughs> you ready for this one? Yes. Elena Davies smokes weed every now and then. I'm sorry. She- that is false information. I be smoking weed every day. <laughs> every day. She posted a video on her birthday lighting a joint on her birthday cake in August of 2022. Aside from that, she moderately consumes alcohol. So that's what's on the Another internet. Another lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think so hard. I was like, I've never even talked to this girl before. And I know these are false. Like, I've never met her. We've never chatted. We've never seen each other face no. to face. But this is how you know that they are putting fake shit on the internet fake every news. single day. You can't believe everything you read, people. I am a full-blown alcoholic. I smoke weed all the time. They and I give you more credit. Like to shake my booty. I love to shake my booty. I know. But yeah, so I mean, that's the bio. That's the one day the eulogy. That's what you're going to get. That's 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 what's going to be on my tombstone, folks. Love so, to shake her booty and moderately consume alcohol. That's it. That's the wrap up of my life. <laughs> that's oh, the, my God. That's the conclusion. That's funny. Um, you know, I have been cutting back a little bit. But on which one? I, mostly the shaking your booty. Because no, I don't don't really have plans to cut back on that. But good, I've been good. cutting back a little bit on alcohol. Yeah. Um, for the old mental health and then a little bit on smoking weed, but I think it's hilariously just because of like laziness. Like I get too high to want to like grind up more weed and like load another bowl. So like mine is leaving the house to get the weed. That's when I'm like, oh, I'm taking a break this week. My husband's like, you just don't want to drive in a car for 20 minutes. And I'm like, exactly. Mm. So you're taking a tea break. Exactly. That's it. But it all comes up. It's all working for the greater good because the next time you do have the capacity to leave the house and mm-hmm. get the weed, bro, you gonna get so high. Yeah, and it's like cheaper at that point. Yeah, you're saving money and you're getting mm-hmm. higher. Yeah, I know. I appreciate. I love validating everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, my... I get give me enough words and I'll fucking make. I'll rationalize anything. I love that well, semantics. Elena. Before we get on to a game that I specifically made for you, um, do you want to introduce yourself more? <laughs> really think 
think you nailed it. <laughs> Do you have some expectations for me? No, I have none for myself, so I can't have any for anyone else. <laughs> um, I feel like we I feel like we did a good job on me. I'm a I'm like your your typical kind of millennial glow up story. I got my start on the Kid Cratic Morning Show, which is a radio show based here in DFW, Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, okay. So I, I got to interject. I thought that was the lie <laughs> that I read. It said radio host. And I was like, really? But like, I love no, that. Tell no, me she's more. Not. Tell me more. The, that's actually like kind of maybe my favorite part of my story. Yeah. Because I grew up as a super fan, maybe not at the time, a super fan of the show, but like just you grow up listening to the morning show that you mm-hmm. listen to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe not everyone can relate to this, but Every day driving to school, you listen to Kid Craddock in the morning and Kelly Raspberry and Big Al and JC. And so that was kind of comforting. And then when I went off to to college, I realized what national syndication meant because I was driving around my college town the first week and that same I was clicking channels and yeah. I I heard I heard Kid Craddock and it was like a hit on my heart. I was like, oh. Oh, it literally like Honey, melted in my car. Yes. Yeah. And so that was like my little piece of home when I was far away from co- from mm-hmm. home at college for the first time. And I grew up in Fort Worth, but in a small school, like K through 12, my whole schooling, yeah. I graduated with 26 people. Oh my like gosh. I am from a little bubble. So me going yeah. to West, Te- away to school in West Texas at a big state college was terrifying to me. I feel like I have more than 26 cousins. I was just counting. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people do. Yes. <laughs> like it, That's the, a tiny school. The anomaly of it is wild. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I d- did that, moved back home. My like high school, college boyfriend ended up breaking up with me and I was you thought I was going to die as we do in our first heartbreak. I think first heartbreaks are always the worst because you literally think you're going to die. You're like yeah. imagining the rest of your life being as heartbroken as you are in mm-hmm. that moment. It's that prefrontal cortex that we don't have developed. Mm-hmm. And then once you realize <laughs> that you can get past it, then then you're like, oh, I can survive hard things. But I didn't yeah. know that I could survive the that hard, particular hard thing yet. Yeah. But I, I noticed when I was driving to work every morning that Kid credit just that would be my my one time a day that it would kind of make me distracted, laugh, oh. smile. So I would put it on at work, and I would just, I would just kind of surround myself with it more, and I became even more like obsessed with the show, and would engage with them on Twitter. And mm-hmm. Kid kind of noticed me and brought me into his little just kind of noticed me, and I thought that yeah. was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's it, I've peaked, we're done, folks. <laughs> like Kim Kardashian, who? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's literally over. For I am her. the has celebrity. She, has she not heard that kid? Literally knows I. He followed me on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> embarrassing. So he ended up dying like suddenly and tragically, oh, which is wow. terrible. Um, not too long after all of this was happening for me, and uh, I. I got an opportunity on the radio with them shortly after. I think it was a combination of them not really knowing what to do. <laughs> They're like, yeah. our our host died. Yeah. Uh-uh. What do we do? Content. But then also, I guess he had been mentioning, hey, this girl is kind of interesting on Twitter. Like, she's kind of funny. Like, should we use her for some stuff? Yes. And it, it, I got my foot in the door, but damn, I kicked it open. And um. That's incredible. I, I think a lot of my friends and people thought I was crazy. Like they were like, you're yeah. never going to get on this like nationally syndicated major top five morning show. It was also being produced to be on TV on Dish Nation every day. Yeah. Like they're, you're never going to do it. And I'm like, tell me I'm not going to do something one more mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Tell me I'm not going to do something one more fucking time. Yep. So I did it. And I and I had to put myself way out of my comfort zone. And I think I come across as this really brazen, bold, confident girl Mm -hmm. all the time. But it's really easy to be confident around the same 26 people you've known your whole life. Right. Yes. You know, like when you're in your comfort zone, it's great. It's super easy to be confident. Put me Mm -hmm. outside my comfort zone. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) So, so it was it was a scary time for me, but I'm it's like I, it's a really proud part of my journey for me because I know how 
much it terrified me, but how yeah. much I wanted it and how much I did it. And um, so, yeah, I got hired on as a phone screener and as a part-time on-air personality and got to do that. And it was kind of like my dream job. And that was, I think, how I got noticed for reality yeah. TV and got into that space. And that is incredible. It's a big, cool, full story moment because now my podcast, um, the Miscellaneous Podcast, mm -hmm. is hosted by Kid Credits, Kid Credits Network. So oh my I still gosh, have the same like producers and CEOs, yeah, like, signing my checks and same he's people still that were like with noticing you. You know he's what I mean? Still in my life, yeah. That is still, the coolest thing. I feel like he's like a little angel in my yes. life, like keeping an eye oh. on me. And yeah, I I just like I he's like my and I never met him in real life. I never mm -hmm. got to meet him, and I I wish I had, but he probably will never know like how much I mean he knows he will yeah totally but yeah he, he's my my mentor my idol like someone I will always look up to as like a comedian a performer just such a cool guy coolest guy ever to, um I want to look him up after this that's yeah. awesome There's he's like the and he started a cool charity called kids kids mm -hmm. and um like did so much for that helping people and their families sending um, kids and their families that are terminally and critically uh, and chronically ill to Disney World. Um, and yeah, so just the coolest guy ever. And it, yeah. it's like such a fun thing to me that that was like my start and that it kind of came from this like place of heartbreak even mm -hmm. that it happened. And that's why I, I made Ho Gives No Fucks. That is why you made Ho Gives No mm -hmm. Fucks because yeah. you got your heart broken. Yeah. So like... And Beautiful <laughs> things, beautiful things can come from broken things. 100%. Yeah. Look at us. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah. thank you. See, that's the stuff they need on the internet. Those are the facts. Mm-hmm. We'll get These are the there. facts. We'll get it out what there. we're doing. Yes. This is our mission. We're important girlies sharing important messages. Exactly. Um, okay. So before we get onto that game, actually, I just jotted this down because I was laying in bed last night, stony baloney, watching um, Hot Ones, the like chicken wing interviews. Have you seen those? Right. I have it, Everyone. but I'm like, everyone's oh. getting so into it and talking about it yes. that I'm like, shit, I'm all so have to do this. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's basically just an interview with a celebrity guest or just a guest. And then they eat 10 wings and every wing gets like progressively hotter. So like I had this idea, if you ever want to collab on a podcast called High Ones, and then we just take a take a hit and just keep them pro progressively higher. Yes. Why is that yes. not a thing? Immediately. Okay. Yes. Perfect. OK, I just had to bring, bring that up. It was in my notes. I like scribbled it out this morning. I woke up and I was like, what does that even say? You're um, like, hold on. Let me get high. I bet I can read it again. <laughs> no, 100%. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Are you ready to play up this play this game? My husband helped me uh, name it, by the way. Oh, I'm so ready. It's called How Many Cream Pies? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So basically, this came to my head when I learned one day how much just like this random celebrity man how many children he had. And I thought to myself, wow, that's a lot of cream pies. So we're just going to go down a list of some celebrities and you're going to guess how many children they have in their okay. life or just have children. I don't I yeah, maybe they're not in their life, but have produced children. Right. Are you ready to play? How many cream pies, Elena? I, I'm going to lose, but yes, I am ready to play. All right. First one, Mick Jagger. He's it that's giving a lot of cream pies, personally. Yes. Right? Like 12 yeah. cream pies. Eight, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was I I shot high, but you I did. Feel like... I mean, morning after pill definitely came into play with him. And but... here's the thing also that I would like to say that I feel like he, there's a really good chance he's got some cream pies he doesn't know about. 100 percent Yeah. This is just what Wikipedia has given me. So, so I mean uh, my answer might be a little bit closer to right than wrong than we all even know. I'll I'll DM him after and see what he says. See what he says? I bet I'll go back to you. 100%. Uh, Nick Cannon, a favorite of everyone. I, I should know because everyone knows. No one knows, actually, because the number is changing. Right. Yeah, I'm like 27 cream pies. 12. <laughs> the actual answer that I said last time. I'm just going to start doubling down. Okay, Elon Musk. Um, 
six cream pies. 11 cream pies. What? I don't know where these came from. I feel like this needs to be talked about way more. I swear it was at six last year. I swear. But Wikipedia says 11. How does Nick Cannon have 12 and that's all we're talking about? It's all we're talking about. But oh. Elon Musk has 11 and There's no a couple more in here it. that might blow your mind. Okay. Okay. DMX. Now I just feel like I have to go crazy. Nine. 17. Stop cream pieing. <laughs> we wonder why there's like issues in this economy. There's too many damn children. At some point. At some point. At, at some point. Pull out. You have to just realize, God damn, I'm fertile. <laughs> and like use a condom just do or that. yeah, or get the Julie pill or I. There's those things. There are there are tools. OK, we have three more. Eddie Murphy. And you're just you're. I feel like the numbers are getting higher somehow. I want to say 13. Ten. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, Akon. There's a bass blast from the past. Lock him up. Um <laughs> mm, eleven. Nine. But maybe there are eleven. We don't know. But maybe there are. I'm yeah. right about one of these is the thing, and okay. I know it. This is the last one. Okay. Dog the bounty hunter. Dog the bounty hunter. Dog the bounty hunter. How many cream pies you got? Come on. Come on, I want to know. Seven cream pies. Thirteen. Dog the bounty hunter is a dog. I know. That was the one that shocked me. Honestly, more than DMX. Hunting more than just bounty. 100%. He was hunting pussy. He's busy. Like, where does he he have the time? I can barely get out of bed, and these people are impregnating everyone. I know. I can't even I can't even get pregnant. And did you see like Nick Cannon had like a different um, holiday card with like each woman this year? I was like, yeah. excuse me. It took me like 17 days, four outfits and like eight photographers to get one picture with my husband. I don't have a husband. <laughs> I don't have a child. I don't know how I got one, by the way. I'm still bamboozling myself. I don't have a Christmas card. <laughs> I don't I don't have I didn't even put up a Christmas tree. Oh, I didn't either. I printed one out and I put a, a picture and I put it on the wall. I, I could have at least done that. That was innovative. And that I'll was send really you mine. I'll, it's, it's crinkled up in the trash, but I'll unroll it and I'll send it to you send it to me for yes, next yes. year. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Reuse, recycle. <laughs> um, Yeah. So that was how many cream pies. Thank you for being the first guest to play that game. I loved that game. Honestly, what's sad is I feel like I'm going to spend a lot more time today just looking up other people's cream pies. That's literally how it started was I heard it and I just I didn't stop staring at my phone for about six hours one day. And I was like, this is insane. This is insane. I must know how many children all like how is this? Why is this not talked about more? We're, That's ta- what we're I'm doing saying. it. We're, we're doing, doing it, it now. We're though. starting it. The real news. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Do you want to get on to our main topic today? It's going to be super fun. We should talk about mental illness and depression. Okay. That sounds really, really fun. I'm so glad you're bringing that up. Yes. <laughs> totally Thank you. in my comfort zone. But um, I just want to say before we start talking about it that I'm honestly, we've said it, so grateful for connecting with you on Instagram. Once I started following your page, like you not only have made me feel better dealing with my depression and my mental health, but you have inspired me to start talking about the scary moments more. Um, I used to in the past, but sometimes with me, I don't, I know a lot of people probably would relate, but when you like say things out loud at first, you feel like it makes it more real, but then you actually connect and you get those messages of like, thank you for saying this, or, oh my God, I'm Mm -hmm. dealing with this too. Or, and like, that keeps me posting about it. And Mm -hmm. you really like seeing your treatments and stuff really yeah, it really inspired me to be more vocal about struggling with depression and bipolar too. And you're just, I know you're making a difference in so many lives. Oh, that means so much to me. Thank you so much. Because it it is true. Like, I feel like I've, I've struggled for a long time and I've shared my journey here and there, Mm -hmm. but just within the last couple years more, especially few months, have I like been, well, I've, the last few months, if I'm being honest, like almost took me out. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it's 
was I was in a dangerously low place. Like I've never struggled more. My mo- I'm 33 years old, own a home, own a business, like, yeah. and had my mom live in with me. Yeah, every day, every day, my mom in my house. We love a mom <laughs> sleeping in my bed with me at night because I am so ridiculous that I have a three bedroom home with no extra bedrooms. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> dire times. But, um, I've I've shared off and on here and there when I struggle, I kind of, you know, it's like I, you share your life, right? Yeah. So like when things are, are good, I share that when things are bad, I share that. But I've, I at times kind of lean to sharing more of like making it humorous because that's what we do, right? Yeah. That's what a lot of people do, but that's what we do. We're yeah. like, let me make comedy out of trauma or I will melt. Yes. And that's how I get by. Um, and then go, moving on to sharing more like a, educational types of things where it's just like, man, that's really that's just really good to know for me and for other people just to navigate in the world. Um, but when I started actually kind of pulling the curtain down a little bit more and showing like raw, real, hard scary moments or being more vulnerable with my words about how I felt in those moments too and sharing my my treatments and for those who aren't familiar I had started ketamine infusion therapy um which helps allegedly <laughs> you know retrain neural pathways in your brain and um as well as TMS which is transcranial magnetic stimulation which does the same the same thing and it's like a big helmet on your head that basically produces like stimulation and like electrical magnetic shock in your brain to stimulate the areas of your brain that aren't producing the right neurons and aren't firing properly. And um, it was, it's, it's scary to push post on some of that stuff. There is this weird kind of barrier a little bit when you have a large following, I think that, helps you not like get a like get away with it but it's like okay she can do that because it's purposeful where like maybe somebody else who doesn't have that following me would, would feel even weirder mm-hmm. because it's just your close friends watching but like ev- every single time I post this to strangers which seems easier to me is I think mm-hmm. the point I'm I'm saying like yeah. it seems easier to me to share with with strangers than like but my close friends and my close family are still there they're yeah. still watching too. And and it it's it's all scary, but I had to do it because I just had to let other people know that like you're not alone. Yeah. Like it just it was like in my soul like you just have to do this. Yeah. I don't care how uncomfortable you are with doing it. Like somebody else, even if it's just a couple girls mm-hmm. or a guy, somebody else like has to see this because they're sitting here in their bed, maybe without their mom and without support. And, yeah. and they they have to see it. Yeah. And what's been like a really beautiful, fun thing that has blessed me in return is how much I've gotten out of it. Like, it's not just that every person that messages me that says, thank you so much. I'm, I'm not alone. Guess what? Now I'm not alone. Yeah. Now I'm not alone. And I I never, I never thought like I would get anything out of it, you know, like, like that. But I have these like incredible conversations with my followers and people reaching out, telling me like, and close friends and family People that I was, the people that I was afraid to see it more so that are telling me, thank you so much. Like you changed my life. You inspired me like this. You helped me here. You did that, whatever. You just made me not feel alone. And the same days that I'm laying in bed, absolutely miserable, barely getting by, reading a message from someone is the same moment that I needed to remember that I'm also not alone. I'm not the only one struggling. There truly and, is power in community. Yes, there's so much power in community. Like we have to remember that it's like we can't struggle alone and we mm-hmm. 
there's like we, I fucking hate this. Like we will mourn suicide, but like shame we won't talk about it and stigmatize mental health. Yeah, I'm like, how are we getting to suicide then, folks? How did we get to suicide? If we, like yeah. you're gonna go to that funeral and you're gonna be so sad and you're gonna but, but post like, pictures and paragraphs after about. The, but like, yeah, and not to say like who, who every journey and situation is different, but like yeah. we can't we can't keep like stigmatizing mental health, and then, and then and then mourning suicides. I agree it, that, that those can't be simultaneous. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, I I was gonna say like with the community thing too. Something I brought up on my podcast before is that like one of the best things I ever did was find a local support group for anxiety, depression, bipolar. And it was something that really took me out of my comfort zone. Luckily, it was during COVID, so it's on Zoom, and it's still on Zoom. <laughs> but um, so it's great. I don't have to wear pants while I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> no one can tell. It's, you know, am I wearing pants right now? Who knows? Honestly, but, if you showed up in person, you might no. not have to wear pants. It's a that bunch is of true. This is the place, and this is the place <laughs> to do it. They will understand. She forgot I'll her be pants. Like, she forgot her pants. We got yeah. it. Come on in. Meeting starting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with the pantsless girl. <laughs> you but, might need to go first. Yeah, and then leave and get your pants. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, going off of that, just agreeing that like those messages and stuff, like I find also messages from people who have like like older, way older than I thought my page reached messaging me about their children and like their grandchildren uh-huh. suffering and there's no and I hate the word suffer because suffering means to me usually you're in silence and there's no you can't suffer in silence with this because like you said then why are you we're mourning the loss but we're not talking about how that person got there uh-huh. um you started talking about pretty much how mental illness is so taboo and I think you know there's real world and then there's social media um do you think it's more or less taboo on social media I think it's less taboo on social media now. I almost feel like there's like anything, it can kind of like trend upward. Yeah. Like I've almost seen like, okay, now it's now it's popular or fine to like post about it. Mm-hmm. Um, which there's uh, you know, there's so there's good and bad in everything. Like, yeah. there's the, there's the duality of life, right? Like everybody can take everything to such an extreme and ruin it. And so it's like you know, like with the body positivity movement, it's like some people took that to just too toxic yeah. positivity. Like if you're not waking up every single day and you don't love your body, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, that is not realistic. Okay. No. That's not how this movement started. Yeah. Let's like, feel like, like sit in some acceptance for a moment. Yeah. And just like self-love every day. Yeah. Is a journey. The only not thing I love a, every day is my dog. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, it's, <laughs> that's not, we can't, we can't demand yeah, <laughs> you can't demand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there's a lot more content, and maybe it's also because what I'm putting in front of my face, my algorithm. I, I always think my, that is this just my algorithm? It's like maybe it's maybe this the the Instagram is just serving this to me because it knows I need this mental yeah. health content. Um, so I I post a lot of mental health content. I see a lot of mental health content. I think it's becoming like more quote popular to to share about and post about. Um. But I don't see people accommodating for it in real life. Same. Like I feel like I can post about having ADHD, autism, and ADHD, and how I have different support needs than other people, and I m- have sensory issues, or um, you know, have these different experiences, and. It's like that can be celebrated online. People can be like, yay, thanks for sharing or whatever. And then like the second I would need an accommodation in real life, it's uh, I'm questioned or yes. I'm not accommodated or people want to be like, um, wait, are you actually autistic though? Yeah. Have you like, because I'm actually my mom's uncle was um, new, a doctor who um, was an autism doctor and I don't think that you're autistic and I'm like mighty bold of you stranger mighty bold of you yeah your balls dropped when yeah is that or my um the biggest thing I get and I try to like I've been trying to like retrain my brain with some of the messages I get is that like 
when I get the message, well, why are you depressed? What do you have to be depressed about? And at first it like enrages me because most of the time the answer is nothing. nothing. And that's I very suck. confusing That's why thing. I have depression and uh-huh. it makes me feel guilty. But I've been telling myself recently like, wow, they're, they must not be mentally ill. Like you, uh-huh. you just raw dog through life. Like my husband's one of those raw doggers. He just... Yeah, see, they're raw dogging through life, and life is raw dogging us, and that's the difference. <laughs> cream pie. The we difference. are getting cream pie. We are getting cream pie without consent. We have nineteen kids, and we didn't want any of them. And y'all no. don't understand that, okay? You're just <laughs> out here living carefree, breezy lives, no yeah. anxiety, unmedicated. What? Like, for example, if you don't have anxiety, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't have anxiety. About a year or two ago, my mom, who is neurotypical and angel on earth, mm-hmm. um, but neurotypical, not that that's a but, but yeah. neurotypical, <laughs> um, but she doesn't have like the same struggles I have. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand, but she's so, uh, she tries to understand. Yeah. She, she does everything she can to be like uh, understanding, whatever. But she called me, I answered my phone one day and on the other line, is my normally very calm, freaking out, crying, oh. and I don't hear my mom like this. Like yeah. I don't hear my mom cry. I don't. You're like, hello. You're supposed to be the stable one. Tables have turned. Freaky yeah, Friday. Like, this literally, I was like, Freaky Friday. <laughs> um, it's <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Excuse me. <laughs> so confused, and she thought she had lost her dog. Oh, one of her dogs. She was like, Bella missing out. Yeah. Freaking out. So I'm like hop out of bed. My mom lives like 30 minutes away. I'm just get like literally putting like my pajamas on. I was naked. Yeah. Putting my pajamas on to leave the house to go help her look for her dog. And on the way to her house, she finds her dog. Mm-hmm. It was she was trapped in the pantry. Just they accidentally sh- shut the pantry door on her, and she had found a little bag of Fritos in the back, so she wasn't going to make. She's any living noise. her best life, best life, yeah, mm-hmm. having no problems. And so, you know, they find her, and she's like, "Oh, okay." Oh, she's like, "So then I'm like, oh, okay, great. I'm going to turn around and drive, head home." Mm-hmm. And then in that opportunity, I was like, "So you know how you have been feeling for the last like 20 minutes?" Because Bella's been gone and you didn't know where she was. Um, that's how I feel 90% of the time, but I don't know why. Yeah. Can't really always pinpoint it. Sometimes I can. Yeah. Sometimes I can. Sometimes I know it's this. Other times I just, I'm not certain. But it's like a just full body panic. The insides of me have flipped around. My heart is racing, but somehow it's inside my vagina. Yeah. Like, that's what anxiety feels. And she's like, that's what you feel like? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, but my body had, and I was like, yes, I have, you have physical symptoms of it. My, yeah. your heart will race. My chest is tight. It's like a giant man is sitting on you. You can't breathe. And even every time I know when I have anxiety, I'm logical enough to know that I'm not actually going to die. But sometimes the physical symptoms actually so last for so long and they're so intense that I do get in my head about it where I'm like, am I going to die? But am I going to die? Because I know yeah. this actually can't be healthy. Like I, this can't be good for me to be at this level mm-hmm. for this long. My body's not made for that. Mm-mm. But like to, the, an opportunity to explain anxiety yeah. to a neurotypical person, just your dog's missing. You don't know where they are. And that's yeah. what we feel like all the time. Yeah. But we don't know why. And our, phrase, dog is, and our dog is here. Our dog is here. The phrase I always use is, um, I feel like I'm going to, I need to jump out of my own skin. Mm-hmm. And I had a follower like message me that verbatim once. And I was like, I know you like messaged me to like, thank me, but thank you for saying that to me because that's what I've been saying for the past 15 years of my life. And like, that's you what see it, me. You see me, you see me and we are not alone and more people feel this way, but some people can articulate it better than others. Me, I just make noises and like cry. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll scream and I will just scream and cry. It's absurd the way that like my mental health will allow As me we to laugh. behave. <laughs> I know. I'm like imagining like the time like two weeks ago where I was like yeah. banging my head up against yes. the wall in the bathroom and I'm like, 
that you're a grown up. <laughs> yeah. No, 100 like, percent. Like I'll be like filing my taxes, like wanting to scream and stuff and driving a car. And I'm like, how am I how how did I make it through the 31 years? <laughs> like, like any little minor inconvenience could really like really just ruin my whole day. Mm-hmm. Never no. know. You never know. Yeah. And once you like find those like angels in your life, like your mom, like they're the true ones. I luckily I have a mom like that too. I remember like nights in college where I didn't, I look back on it now. I was actually going through psychosis and I just was under the impression that like everyone was always dissociating and in psychosis, but I never like verbalized it. And then I finally did when I was like 26 to or 25 or 26 to a psychiatrist. And she's like, so that shouldn't be happening. Here's some Abilify. I get ready to gain 30 pounds, but <laughs> you'll feel good. <laughs> You're going to feel better. Yeah. Um, no, it's 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 honestly really scary. And there's this scary thing where you're like, why can't I control my own like brain? Yeah. You know, like, Do you feel like um sometimes that gives you almost a little bit of like a superpower to try to control other things in your life? In a safe way, not like a. Honestly, I'm starting to like. Here's the thing about our thoughts, though. And like, we really are like, we are energetic. Like, we are energy. Like, the universe, we're always passing energy, right? Mm -hmm. And in any way you want to phrase it, like, I grew up, like, as we've mentioned, Bible Belt in the Christian (laughs) school. Yeah. So, so when I grew up, you hear, oh, tongue has the power of life and death. That's in the Bible. Tongue has the power of life and death. But then as as you grow and hear exposed to like the secular world, there's just another way of always saying the same thing. Yeah. Like we are truly actually so powerful mm-hmm. as as people, like our brains and our energy and like the frequency that we that we have. It's like we're so powerful. And I think what is the downfall of people that struggle with our mental health is that we get so caught up in a negative loop of thoughts that that per that that it just kind of perpetuates more negativity. But like the way that I can manifest some shit, bitch. Yeah. I am telling you, I said on a podcast one time, I was a guest on a podcast one time and I said, I don't even remember saying this. It got the clip got sent back to me later after yeah. the manifestation came true. I said, there is not a world in which I am not driving a pink G-Wagon in the next two to three years. There Facts. She is. There is just not a world in which, because that is that is my reality. There's yeah. Not a world in which. And I said that on my my friend's podcast. And then two to three months later, I had a white G-Wagon with custom pink seats. There and my is. my friend saw the my post about my car, which yeah. by the way I had to make because I bought it as a tax write off. Hey, hey, hey. I, I always hear that with the G wagons. Yeah, if your car is more than six thousand pounds and you buy it for your business, you can write it off in its entirety. It's yeah. a great tax. So <laughs> it's a great government um hack. Loophole. Okay? Great government hack. Follow me for more government hacks. Okay. Um. But yeah, she sent me the clip and she's like, bitch. You did and it. I was like, so I don't know. I think that truly, yes, I am powerful. I think ADHD brains are have so extra powerful. magic in them. There 100%. is something about it. There is, we are magic brains. Yeah. We have superpowers. And generally, because we can ruminate more, I think our manifestations can be even more powerful. I agree. But we just have to get off the negativity. Mm-hmm. And that's our that's our main challenge. But if you can the thing is, is if you can like ruminate on something negative, you can ruminate on something positive. Yeah. If you can imagine a negative reality, and like that's what I've been, that has been my my challenge the last month is have been getting rid of negative thoughts. It's and retraining your brain positive. and your patterns. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you can just tell like keep rethinking up these what if scenarios that are so negative, why don't you start thinking of what if scenarios that are so positive? Because what if? Yeah. 
like that would be so much cooler if that came true, right? No? Yeah. 100%. No, I love that. And I can't wait to tell you something afterwards on recording this episode that I can't talk about yet. <laughs> Did you manifest something powerful? I, so powerful. Like <laughs> 10 year old me can't believe it. But no, I I totally agree. So and I think also the duality of like constantly, at least for my opinion, like being so low at times. And it's kind of like, like I tell guys to fuck off all the time. So you know what? I'm going to tell my depression to fuck off. Fuck off. Is it still yeah. going to feel terrible when I drag myself out of bed? Do I have to force myself to like brush my teeth even? Absolutely. But I'm going to do it. And I'm going to like feel like I just want 100000 or $100 million just by brushing my teeth. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Honest I'm- to God, today yeah. I woke up and I was like, Ugh, annoyed at waking up. I yeah. didn't sleep last night. I was like, I I had tried my laptop last night and I knew I had technical difficulties and I was like already ready for like a day of just frustration. Yeah. And I, but I just refused to have a bad day because I had looked forward to this with you so much that I was like, I'm not going to let something take that away from me. Yeah. And I put my feet on the ground because I watched something on Instagram last night that said like, don't, don't trust how you feel when you're still laying in bed what your body needs to be in movement so get your feet on the ground okay, yeah and then start kind of like assessing the day and I'm um, you've your probably body's food and water like that's that's yeah, usually my thing <laughs> yeah like like let's get some like let's get some water in in, in the body like let's feed mm-hmm. the brain um and you've may have seen this like hack I've seen it a couple times on Instagram now like manifestation or like affirmation hack but this was like a different spin on it. And the girl was like, get your feet on the ground, get some water in your body, go straight to the bathroom, brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand because it's a, it's what it's doing is similar to what like TMS does and like ketamine therapy. It's some, it's introduced, you're doing something different than what you normally do. So it's, it's creating a new neural pathway in your brain. Yeah. And that's a really good time to manifest is when you're doing something different and creating new neural pathways. So if you're so not- should used- I start giving my husband hand jobs with my left with hand? your left hand. And okay, when you're you. doing that, when you're doing that, make sure you're manifesting though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you have to do it simultaneously and it doesn't really matter if he's having a good time or not. It's yeah, not no, about we don't care him. about that. No, not It literally at all. doesn't matter. No. Yeah. This is about you and your manifestations. And then you like look yourself in the eye, like look yourself in the eye in the mirror and you say, I love you. Yeah. Like really tell yourself, like, I love you. Like I, like you're safe. I love you. And I'm like, I kind of felt like a crazy person because I was really doing this. And then I looked in the mirror and you kind of do whatever your higher thing is like love, light, God, universe, higher mm-hmm. self, whatever you want to say. So like, God, I am excited for all the miracles you have for me today. Yeah. And I was like, peace. And I love that. Was that. And you honestly, I've yeah. had a great day so far. And I, I brush my it. teeth, which I don't yes. even always brush my teeth. And again, I think that should be celebrated. Did you hear it was like a couple of years ago, there was like that trending audio going around where it was like, oh, my God, did you ever hear that people with depression, sometimes it gets so bad they don't brush their teeth. And then the girl's like, people's depression gets so bad they kill themselves. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> no, I haven't heard that. But LOL, I'll send it to you if it pops up now because my phone's probably listening. Yeah, but- my, I'll, it'll probably pop up for me, too. And No, I, yeah. I love good self-talk especially when you're feeling shitty and sometimes for me I need to like explain to myself in my brain like okay if my best friend was having a shitty day I would like go up to her and be like you are a fucking queen you are a badass if you need to sit around and cry let's do it but we're gonna we're gonna go on a walk we're gonna have good food we're gonna order sushi why can't I do that to myself it's hilarious how much we are willing to do for others and not us. Anytime my friend says something negative about herself, do you know what I say? Don't talk about my friend like that. Yeah. Don't talk about my friend like that. I don't want to hear that about my friend. 100%. But guess what? I talk shit about myself all day long. You know who's not stopping me? Me. Yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's so bizarre. I'm having a bad day. I don't feed myself. I don't take, I don't care for myself. But if my friend needed me, I'm like, Babe, I'm ready. I got you. Do you journal? Are you a journaler, a writer? Um, a little bit. I prefer writing to like ever typing things. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, do they my, see these nails? I ain't typing. I ain't typing anything. No. So, like my 
my work life um, Mm -hmm. structure is truly chaos. We've got just notebooks galore with who knows what. Yeah. You got to put like air tags on all of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With labels of which one means what. It's Mm -hmm. a chaos. Obviously, the green one's the science notebook. Everyone knows that. (laughs) Obviously, math is red, right? Yeah, duh. Thank you. I had a big debate with a friend about that recently and I was like, okay, no, Honestly, math grow up. Math red, red danger. Okay. Are we not Mm-mm. are we not aligned here? No. This is weird. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to write gratitudes yeah. more. Like be just what one of my favorite singers in the song, and I posted the lyrics the other day. Um, and I'll probably butcher him a little bit. But he says, the days that my gratitude is higher than my expectations, I have really good days. I like that. And it's just such a simple, like, so simple. Yeah. Like, yeah, if we're just grateful for the things we have, like, I bet we'll start having more things. Yeah. That's how the universe works. I believe it. Oh, my God. This has been such a beautiful conversation. It really has been. I love it. Um, I love us. I love us, too. I love me and I love you. Um, what advice do you have for someone who's just really going through it? Um, honestly, pray. And that's, that's that no one was expecting that from me actually here. Also, maybe you you guys can't tell, but I, I mean, I'm going to put clips online, but she's holding this teeny, teeny, (laughs) tiny microphone and. I'm I am. To, I'm, I'm trying to take her seriously the entire time. She's holding you two fingers. I am a walking parody right now. I'm wearing it. a "Let Me Pray About It" yeah. um, my own merch shirt, ironically, and a tiny. It's a parody microphone. Um, and like what I mean by that is just like whatever that means to you. Again, like universe, angels, God, whatever. Like ask for guidance. Like ask for healing, ask for help. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've tried every medicine under the sun. I've tried every treatment under the sun. I've gone into, I was paying $360 every day for TMS and $960 every day for the days we did ketamine infusion. And I was doing that three to five days a week for months. So what like, we mean is buy her merch. Okay. Buy continue. my merch. Subscribe to my podcast site. I didn't work for the whole last year. Yeah. I didn't have income. Like, it's, the girl's been down. Yeah. Down, down bad. And especially having like a social media presence. So many people, which there are, and this isn't everyone, but because a lot of people do understand, but I, it's like, you know, if you turn on the TV and your favorite TV show is not on, you're like, oh, I wish it was on. And it's like, well, where's Elena? Why isn't she being funny and bright? Aww. But then- the times, at least I've experienced the times when I am bubbly and bright doing X, Y, Z going out. And it's like, but I thought you were depressed. That one's a tough one. Yeah. And that that's tough because it's like light. There is so much duality in life. Like I'm allowed to, you know, have fun yeah. in the moments that I have fun. And almost like, extra celebrate because you feel like leaving the fucking house. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of those moments, honestly, like I wasn't even yeah. having fun. I just, I had an obligation masking. to be somewhere <laughs> and I am fully masking yeah. and I will fool you to high heavens that I'm having the best time. I will pour out all the, every last bit of good energy I have and go home completely depleted yeah. and crumble and recover for three weeks. And yeah, you know, I, because I, I, I did, I, I did party during, and honestly that probably hindered me a bit in my healing journey. Um, but yeah, there is so much duality in life. Like you, you're allowed to live and struggle and laugh and cry in the same day. Like you're just allowed. It's mm-hmm. it's okay to do all of it. You can be sick and still have fun. You can find moments of happiness in your struggle. Like that's what you should be doing. And you shouldn't have any shame around it. And if somebody gives you an attitude, you can give it right back to them. 100%. I'm so sick of people like... Call them a loser. (laughs) So right before we started recording, I was telling Elena that I went to the Buffalo Bills Miami game at Miami this past weekend. And I was... If you're if you know about going into like stadiums and stuff, there's usually some sort of someone or something preaching before you go in. So I was lucky to walk by the um, hardcore Christian preacher with the megaphone and I um, hashtag uh, Catholic trauma. 
I'm that girl. But so he has mm-hmm. this megaphone. He is not even two feet away from me screaming. So I like, you know, do it anyone with sensory overload would do i was plugging my ears yeah awful and he goes yeah it is loud you know it's loud and then he looked me straight in the eyes and goes because you're a loser you're a woman and you're miserable and i was like how do you know me wait that's why nobody wants to pray i'm on here like guys i bet jesus and god maybe would help you but then there's people like that that are like you're a loser like get rid of the megaphone and get it that's not good for it's yeah. not good for the message, bro. Get no. a tiny microphone and lead with love. Okay. Yes, 100%. Tiny microphone. Like I would have danced with him if he wanted to dance. But after that attitude, absolutely not. No. He doesn't deserve no. that. Just, it's just, you know, you can just love people and it's okay. Yeah. I you know, totally they agree. They can even be losers. Yeah. You can love them from afar. And the craziest part was that was the second time that day I was told I was a loser by a stranger. So oh, what'd you do to earn the first one? I was wearing a Bills jersey. I'm going to go ahead and agree with them. But we won. So who's the real loser now, Miami? Miami. I know, right? It was so fun, though. <laughs> um, What do you hope to see change? Like, especially in social media. I know that's just like our platforms and stuff. But I feel like with the upper coming generations, I think it's oh. actually kind of cool that so many adults. I mean, I guess I'm considering us adults, even though like if I got pregnant right now, it'd be a teen pregnancy. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So seeing so many people talk about it, like sometimes I look back and I like wish I was 13, seeing someone like you talk about what you're going through. Yeah, I I, I do, too, man. That could have changed my life, yeah. like my whole life. We had chicken soup books. Wait, <laughs> chicken <laughs> soup for the soul. I just remember that. I'd be laying in bed just crying about things that like, I don't know. It Reader's Digest. It didn't help. Yo, gosh, shout out to Chicken Soup for the Soul. Like, yeah. I dead ass might have, like, a Chicken Soup for the Soul lingering in my... Oh, in my, my mom has, like, 17 at her house, yeah. Oh, have Eugenia... Her, have her mail them. Eugenia definitely has some at her house. I might have to check out. Honestly, there's probably some uh, some good little golden nuggets in there. 100%. But, yeah, no, I mean, I love that there is such a culture now to to where, like, people are are talking about it and obviously we have a ways to go like I I was I'm still sitting here bashing the stigma around mental health and not celebrating how far we've come like we've come so far so far (laughs) I would love to see more men talking about it yeah I think women are chatting about it and that's easier to do Mm mm-hmm but men, they, I mean, There's, they go through so much. What's like, different? Like, they they, they have depression. They have anxiety. Yeah. Who's talking about it? <coughs> Sorry. You're totally fine. <laughs> You're just choking <laughs> on your little microphone. Yeah. I normally don't choke on them when they're this small, but. <laughs> I know. You're just trying to make him feel good about himself. <laughs> yeah, babe, it's so big. <laughs> Sorry. I got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> um. But yeah, I really would just – I would love to see men talking about mental health. Yeah. I mean, they're struggling with it, but they're not talking and about And getting it. supported once they do talk about it because just like women, they deserve it. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah, and I feel like they suffer in silence so much more. And, mm-hmm. like, at least women friendships, we feel more comfortable maybe talking to each other and we have – women influencers and content creators that are posting about it but like I just feel like men are just if they're struggling I feel like they're struggling alone and it and it hurts me Mm -hmm. if you're a man and you happen to be listening to this and you need support reach out honestly I'm not a man but I'll help you as much as I can also and like you were saying (laughs) earlier about um pressing like that post button like we're not saying like obviously like just post about it right away I mean it does take that you need to feel good about posting it (laughs) like don't freak yourself out even more but like once you do that I want to say nine out of ten times for my honestly ten out of ten times for my experience it was never regretted at Mm -hmm. all and And then um, it starts a conversation maybe this is encouragement for like literally everyone listening like you don't have to be an influencer or a content creator or have a following to share your life. Yeah. It's and still important. You you still are an influence to those around you. And like some of, like I said, some of the 
mess. I shared a message on my Instagram story last night. I saw it. Yeah. It was so impactful. Mm -hmm. And that was from a friend. That was from someone that I would have maybe been more nervous for them to have seen my content. Isn't that weird that we do that? It's so strange that I'm like, oh, well, I mean, it's like, okay, a stranger. I don't know you. So I don't have this. Yeah. This, I don't have a perception of you perceiving me. Yeah. Because I don't know you. I I don't know your existence. Yeah. So so I'm so afraid of being perceived, you know, in some ways, but I can't perceive you perceiving me because I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't are. know who you are. Yeah. But once we start putting faces to names and uh, relationships and associations and acquaintances, oh, you work with this person, whatever. It's like, oh, I'm going to have to see them again in real life. Like, yeah it starts to get a little awkward. You feel like, oh, are they going to talk about me? Like, why is so-and-so posting about this? And that's exactly what I put up on my story last night. Because yeah. some people still will come on my DMs and be like, Elena, why in the hell are you crying on the internet? You look like a dumbass. Yeah. But then the next message I get is, Elena, thank you so much for posting this because I needed this. It got me through this terrible night and this, that, whatever. And I'm like, that's my why. I don't- 100%. You, a, a thousand people can make fun of me. 10,000 people can make fun of me. But if one person said that got me through the night, okay. My life. I did it. Yeah. I did it. I'm happy. I'm good. And, and then that got me through too. Yeah. But, but ironically, that person that sent me that message is a friend and someone I know Mm -hmm. and they were inspired. So it's just like the, the, even the greater fear of the thing that I was Anxiety, (laughs) the the anxiety, the thing I was most anxious about, about posting was still a blessing. It still was a blessing. Yeah. So like if you're a man, if you're a person with a following, without a following and you struggle and you feel called to share for whatever reason, I think it's so important for us to be open about our, our lives. Yeah. Just trust your gut because 100%. somebody else might need to see it and it literally might change somebody's life and it might change yours too. Yeah. I, I don't know if you um have ever gone through this, but for me, it was, it, it took a while to ever be able to like verbally say, I'm depressed. I am anxious. I mean, I still struggle with it too. Like sometimes there's times when, and it's always when I'm really, really depressed. Like right now I'm in a pretty good, I'm pretty stable today. Um, <laughs> cheers, same. Cheers, it's ability. Um, but I, when I am like in those depressed, depressive episodes, sometimes I can't get myself to say I am depressed, and so I just tell my husband now, like he's my number, my first go-to. I just say my brain doesn't feel good, and like he knows. Obviously, that works, but like I, it gets me thinking about like all the things I used to share with my friends. Like, yo, I met this stranger when the back of a Honda and sucked his dick and took a pill off the floor and did X, Y, and Z. But I struggle to tell that same person that I am mm-hmm. having debilitating anxiety and thoughts of suicide. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Why is that taboo there? It's so insane. Like, I- I'll say insane things, but I can't say I'm sad. Yeah. What? The brain I- is insane. Put a carrot in my butt on the internet. Yes. Yes. I put a carrot in my butt on the internet. But we can't but say like, we're we sad. can't say like, man, I was like I I that honestly, this is even a call out to me right now. Like I haven't yeah. said I was suicidal this year. Yeah. Last year in 2020. I haven't said that. Yeah. Like I really haven't. I haven't. Why haven't I said that? Like because I was. It's it's yeah. a scary thing. Like I was suicidal last year. I could, I could, I put, I put a carrot in my butt though. You see that on my Instagram, but like, instead I'm like, we, we do the semantics. We like dance around it to try Mm -hmm. to like make others feel comfortable. Others feel comfortable about it. But Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, yeah, I was in a dangerously low place or like, you know, suffering really severely. And it's like, no, I, my mom thought that she was going to bury me. Yeah. Like truly like that's where we were at. And like, why can't we be honest about that? It's like the, the lack of our ability and our willingness and the shame and the stigma and the the combo platter of it all is what leads to the continued like problems and ultimately demise of humans. I'm, I'm like smiling as you're like saying these like sad things, but the true things. But I'm just thinking like you're going to change so many lives. Like just listening to you talk 
like on top of everything you like post every day and stuff and like you're gonna make a difference and I'm so excited obviously excited that we've connected <laughs> but I'm so, so excited to see you like just, just to see what you do see what you your g-wagon and your bag of carrots do I'm <laughs> and your tiny microphone we're gonna change the world baby we are both oh of gosh. us are well, I appreciate you so much for not only chatting with me today, but like before noon, I was like, wow, we have a, she's, she's the boss bitch. She's, <laughs> she, she's, she's a morning glory queen. I love the rooster that. crowed and I said, hello. <laughs> the sun is up and so is Elena. <laughs> I have um, so much fun. I just adore you. This is the best. You. And I need to have you on the miscellaneous podcast. I would love to. I am currently trying to figure out a little um, Texas spring road trip action. So I will let you know. Yeah. What's going to, it it is written. I'm manifesting it. Let's do it. But yes, everyone, make sure you go listen to the miscellaneous podcast after this. Elena, where can everyone, where can they find you? What's your address, your social security number and mother's maiden last name? Go. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So my, I'll start with my Instagram and then we'll get into all of that. You can find Um, her at Chili's. (laughs) Hell no. <laughs> We're Applebee's girlies now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Elena Davies, E-L-E-N-A-D-A-V-I-E-S. And then everything is pretty much linked in my Instagram bio. I have a podcast Instagram page and then I have a link tree. But my podcast is the miscellaneous podcast. It's everywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. So I'm like pretty great. It, you, you might like it. Love it. Love it. Check yeah, it out. definitely go watch it. Everyone I've got some cool merch. Yes. So you can shop that as well. We love cool merch. We love supporting women in the arts here. We do. We love we love supporting small businesses. So, love you know, yeah. shop local. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for listening today. Um, I always forget to plug this, but if you can take a minute and go give me a five-star rating, I don't do ads. So say thank you by giving me five stars, right? I think that's fair. So, Super but, fair. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys talk next week. Bye.